1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 war, war ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is. This. This. This is views is from Street. From now, here's your hosts, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some Carolina Panther football here on the views from Mint Street Podcast. Welcome in. Glad to have you. Wish it was in a better mood, but what are you going to do? Welcome to National Football League football as the Carolina Panthers fall at home 26 16, defeated by Kyler Murray and his Arizona Cardinals. My name is Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown Show here in Greenville, South Carolina. And joining me, of course, as always, is my co-host Lonzo Reitzel. A uh, lot of celebration, a lot of good feelings last week, and they all went right back to the other side of things, to the dark side, if you will, after this Sunday. And we're going to get into the X's and O's of all of it, Zoe, but... Uh, not the way we wanted to to be opening up this podcast after falling to one and three.
0: Yeah, I'm over here working on my hashtag fire and then just adding names afterwards. Just everybody? Yeah, just hashtag fire this, fire them, fire this person. Uh, apparently, I'm not the only one. there are hashtag fire rule out there was trending a little bit earlier. I don't know why. Why is there no? I don't see any hashtag fire McAdoo anywhere. Maybe people can't spell it. I don't know if that's what it is, but I, I don't see it. Should be. But I don't see it.
1: I, uh, you know, we, we've, we've, we've talked a little bit about this game and I'm going to get into some numbers coming up in a few minutes that I find very interesting and some numbers that I think, unfortunately are going to kind of tell the tale of just where we are right now. But uh, before we get into any of that, I- I've got to start with this. The problem to me The problem to me is that we're just, we're doing the little things, or I should say we're not doing the little things. Uh, I I go back to specifically one play that kind of drove me up the wall a little bit, right? We had a couple of fumbles in this game, and one of them was on a receiver end around, right? You got a receiver coming around the outside, the quarterback takes the ball, turns, And it's a handoff. It's a handoff. Now, one of two things happened. Either A, we haven't practiced quarterback to wide receiver handoffs enough that it's second nature. In which case, we should not be running a play that requires a quarterback to wide receiver handoff. Or B, we have done it. We have gotten there. And for whatever reason, on game day, we just can't execute the little things. And when it comes down to it, above all the numbers and the X's and O's we're going to get into here in just a moment, if we're not getting the simplest things, a handoff, nothing fancy, no flips, tosses, screws around, none of that, it's a handoff. We can't get that right.
0: All right. So the TV broadcaster speculated that it was going to be a double reverse. And if you look at it, it looks like it's being set up for that. So I believe it was Higgins, was handed the ball, and you could watch his eyes. He was looking towards the other receiver that was coming around that he was going to hand the ball to. So it wasn't like a single handoff, it was getting ready to be another handoff, and he was thinking about it. And that's the other thing. You need to, that's what practice is for. You practice enough to where there's no thought, you just do and you could tell he was thinking about it. You could see his eyes were in the wrong place. You could see someone else coming around for him to hand the ball off to, and that's, I think, I think the speculation by the, uh, by the TV guys was accurate because if you look at it, it was set up to be that, a double-reverse. They speculated a double-reverse pass. It may have just been a, a double-reverse, but he was looking to hand the ball off again, and his eyes were in the wrong place.
1: And that very well may be the case, right? But let's say it is. I still think my two points stand, right? Either A, we didn't practice the gadget play enough where we should have been comfortable running it in a situation like that, or B, we have practiced the gadget play enough that we should be comfortable running it, but when it came down to execute, we just keep making mistakes at the foundational level. there's,
0: There's another point here. All right, if you can't make basic plays work, Stop with the gadget stuff. Make basic plays work before you want to try to get fancy.
1: Sure. Agree with that, too. But here's the other aspect of it we're not getting fancy. There's nothing fancy here.
0: There was an attempted at fancy.
1: There was one attempted fancy. But you go back to what obviously is, to me, the story of the game. You know, you and I have been having fights going back to preseason. About how many touches Christian McCaffrey should have, right? And and, and I've said I want to keep it around 2022. 20, you have been saying you want it around 29, 31, somewhere around the 30 mark. Christian McCaffrey had 17 touches in this game. Okay, eight of them were runs, and of the eight runs, they comprised the majority of the. <clears throat> 13 times that we ran the ball in a complete and total NFL game. For the record, we ran the ball 13 times. James Conner had 15 carries by himself. You know, Benjamin had five carries for the Cardinals. Uh, Darrell Williams had four. Kyler Murray had 12 keeps in this game. Kyler Murray ran the ball just about as many times as the Carolina Panthers did with the running back stable we have. Explain it to me. All right, so
0: 13 times, that means that the Panthers, obviously, were down the entire game, were never leading, so to come behind from behind, they had to throw the ball a lot, right? Is that, is that That's what happened?
1: It turns out, and, and for those of you who have not had your Lonzo-certified sarcasm detector light built into your listening device yet, Uh, The reason that Lonzo said that is because Lonzo is well aware, as were all of you, that the Carolina Cats were leading this game at halftime. We were winning the game at halftime and ran the ball 13 total. Not not Christian McCaffrey ran it for 13 times. Not McCaffrey and Baker combined for 13. We ran the ball as a whole team. 13 times in this football
0: game. So normally, as a rule, in football, if you've got a lead, you uh, you try to uh, take up clock. You try to make a drive longer. You try to, well, run the ball. That's what you try to do. You try to run the ball. Uh, maybe you try and you get stopped and you get stuffed and you're like, okay, we can't run the ball. That's not what happened. They didn't even try.
1: I don't get it. I really genuinely don't understand it. Like what like why, right? So so we've talked about Ben McAdoo so far. And I know that this was your this was your chief target on the Rob Brown show, which airs from nine to noon on the fan upstate in Greenville, South Carolina, and can be listened to for free on the C on the Odyssey app. Your primary run today was at Ben McAdoo. And for the record I'm cool with that, man. Like I've got more blame to spread around, but I got no problem with that when we run the ball 13 times and of Baker's 36 passing attempts, right? How many of them were just generic routes, right? Like we we're, we're, we're not we're throwing the same plays every week. Uh part of the reason, I genuinely believe, part of the reason that the Panthers had five uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco five Baker Mayfield balls batted down at the line is because even the freaking defensive line is capable of reading what we're doing right now
0: with the football Mr. Coach Klein, what's that book you're reading? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: I'm telling you, man. Like, I I feel like I was the only one or, or one of a well, very think small number Well, about it. People.
0: Orlowski, was it a week ago when he was yeah, bre- when he's breaking things down? Who came up with those plays? Nakadu. Who's getting the blame? Not Rule. And, you know, he should get some blame. Who's getting the blame? Baker's getting the blame. He should get some blame. But the primary blame should be on the guy who's calling the game. And that would be Ben McAdoo, and he's not getting any at all. And all you people who want rule gone, you go get McAdoo as your as your head coach for the rest of the season. Good luck with that.
1: I uh, I will tell you, uh, and and obviously we're going to get into a lot of this as we play forward. Uh this offense is uninspired. This offense is the opposite of creative. It is his standard. Routine I'm going to disagree with you, you on asked. one
0: point. There, you know when it's inspired, when Christian McCaffrey touches the ball, when he touches the ball, it lifts Here, here's everybody.
1: The here's the thing: I get that because of just how damn good he is. But here's the thing: even when he gets the ball, it's uninspired. It's unimaginative. It's not creative. It's just that he's so good he can overcome that. Right? He he is he is so good that when you give him the rock. And defenses know what's coming. He is still capable of making plays. If it was, if you plugged, I don't know, twenty-five of the other two starting running backs in the league into the offense that we have built right now, they would fail, right? Because McCaffrey is just in that elite, top-tier level of running backs, and our our offense is so easily predicted it's it's so easy to get a read on uh in fact i was i was watching some of the game on sunday with the lady friend sitting on the couch and she gets i don't know 3 4 plays deep into the fourth quarter by the way a quarter in which we still very much had a chance to win the freaking football game
0: oh without a doubt
1: into the fourth quarter and she looks at me and she goes what why do they just keep doing the same things it's like, I, if I had the answer, I'd let you know. Why? I don't know. Is it a comfort level? Is it a they don't trust the players on the offensive side of the football thing? Well, I don't know what the answer is. But when she looks at me and says, why do they just keep doing the same things over and over? I cannot answer that question. And it's wildly disappointing.
0: Oh, my wife was asking the same things. Why do they keep throwing to the right? I don't know. I don't know. Why does Baker keep getting balls batted down? I know why part of that is because they keep doing the same play, and the defense knows it's coming, and they can tell, well, he's going to throw over there because he's been throwing over there every other play. I'm just going to jump up in the air and block the ball. I mean, J.J. Watt is J.J. Watt. He's going to get some plays for sure. Uh, but other guys were batting the ball down too. It just it's it's very unimaginative, and it's it's embarrassing how bad it is.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's it's I get it, right? Like it's somebody asked earlier this morning. You know, we were talking about getting set up for the podcast and all that. And somebody's like, how, like how do you go and you make your podcast entertaining when the team is bad? And the hardest-hitting part of that is the realization that the team's bad right now. Now, the question mark is where do we spread that blame, right? Like, where are we going to put the blame for the team being bad? Because I, I I think it's very easy, expected, and easy to go. Well, it's Matt Rule, right? It's the head coach, right? It all falls back on him. And, and I have gotten in 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 fights with people in the past from a philosophical perspective when they always want to go, oh, you know, the buck stops at the top, right? It's like every time something goes wrong within the country, oh, it's the president's fault. Doesn't matter who the president is, it's the president's fault. It's like, guys, you do realize there are a hell of a lot of people between him and what's happening, right? There's a lot of people whose responsibility is to prevent it from getting to the level where that gets called into question. I got no problem with Lonzo saying Ben McAdoo's a big part of the problem. I don't disagree, right? Uh, Again, I was one of few if the only one that was defending the hire in the first place because of his success, and let me underline this, as a coordinator before he became the head coach of the New York Giants when he took over a Giants team that was ranked number 31 in the league. The next year, they were 17. The next year, they were like seven. Right. He's had success as a coordinator, but for whatever reason, and again, I don't know if it's because he doesn't trust the line. I don't know if it's because he doesn't trust the receivers. I don't know if it's because he doesn't trust Baker. Remember Ben McAdoo, not a huge Baker guy, right? He didn't say the first good positive word about Baker until when until Baker was his quarterback in Charlotte, everything before that. He's always been anti Baker. So I don't know if he just doesn't trust Baker. I don't know what the situation is. All I know is this offense leaves not a little to be desired. It leaves a lot to be. And by the way, some of it is on Baker, too. He's missing some easing ones. He's got happy feet in pockets, which, by the way, are being formed really well by the offensive line. A lot of it's on Baker, too. The the, the problem here, though, isn't that we have to answer the question, who deserves the blame? The problem is that there's well more than enough of it to go around at this point.
0: And who's going to be the scapegoat? Because somebody will be, or will they be? Will we just Is this what we're going to get for the rest of the season without any repercussions until the season is over?
1: Yeah, remember, they fired Joe Brady midseason last year. And by the way, the problems, in my opinion, last year were not on Joe Brady. I mean, again, offensively, he's kind of hamstrung by a very pedestrian offensive line and a not good quarterback last year in Sam Darnold, and they fired Joe Brady, and I agreed. I said last year, he's the sacrificial lamb, right? You got to do something, and you can't fire Rule here if you're David Tepper. So the question is now, if you're Tepper, if you're Fitzy, do you go midseason firing and start working to the next level and maybe kind of tank the team a little bit for a draft pick? I know anti Alonzo is very anti-tank. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the concept though. I understand why you might go ahead and make the move. Now we are going to talk about that, but before we do, I want to get into some numbers that have stood out to me.